Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 239. We're looking at Acts chapter 9, verses 10 through 19a. Let's read our passage. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. Here I am, Lord, he replied. Get up and go to the street called Straight, the Lord said to him to the house of Judas, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, since he is praying there. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem, and he has authority here from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my chosen instrument, to take my name to Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road you were traveling, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Well, we're told that Paul did not eat or drink for three days. So this is three days later. And Paul is at the house of somebody named Judas there in Damascus. And he is praying. So verse 10, we have, uh, we're introduced to, there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. Here I am, Lord, he replied. So we have this guy named Ananias. He's described as a disciple. That is, he's a follower of Christ. He's a Christian. Now, based on the discussion and narrative that goes on, he is not part of the Christians who have fled Jerusalem, but was already in Damascus. So obviously Christianity has already spread that far. With the persecution, it's... uh, it's spreading more, but it's not like there were, were no Christians outside of Jerusalem. Obviously, Ananias is way far away from Jerusalem. He's in Damascus, six days journey from Jerusalem, and he is a believer. And he's heard about Saul. And uh, the Lord speaks to him in a vision, and he responds, Here I am, Lord. We, we see that in the Old Testament quite often, uh, the one that comes to mind most vividly is Samuel as a young child uh, living under the uh, tutorship of Eli in the temple. When the Lord speaks to him, he responds, here I am, Lord. So often that's the response to uh, a summons from the Lord. Here I am, Lord. And that's how Ananias responds. So verse 11, get up and go to the street called Straight, the Lord said to him, to the house of Judas, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, since he's praying there. So Ananias is given a specific house to go to, a street called Straight. Now there is a street in Damascus with that name now. It's not the same street that it was back in this time. But there is a house even there on Straight Street, which is alleged to be the house of Judas, where uh, all these events took place between Ananias and Saul. So he's told to go to the street called Straight, 
find the house where Judas lives and ask for somebody named Saul from Tarsus. He's there praying. In verse 12, the Lord tells Ananias, In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. So Ananias has been told of a specific vision that Saul is having. Now, this is a vision that Ananias is having. So in the, the vision that Ananias has, the Lord tells Ananias about the vision that Saul has, which is a vision about Ananias coming to Saul. So all this shows, shows the Lord's in charge. He's moving things around, making things work. So he sends him to go lay hands on Saul. Verse 13, Lord Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. He has authority here from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. So news has reached Ananias about Saul and his mission. So he knows, uh, maybe simultaneously with Saul arriving, because Saul's been in Damascus for three days now. So words probably gotten out. This amazing thing happened to Saul just outside the, the gates of the, the city of Damascus. But um, he was there with other people. We don't know how many, but people talk. So it was probably word on the street is that uh, the Saul who's at the house of Judas, who was struck blind, is uh, some kahuna from Jerusalem here to arrest Christians. And Ananias, the Lord said, I want you to go, you lay hands on Saul, restore his sight. And Ananias, well, he objects. Lord, make sure I'm I don't want to cast doubt on what you're saying, but I want to make sure I heard you right here. You want me to go find Saul and lay hands on him so he could receive his sight. This is the Saul who's here to arrest us all and throw us all in prison. You sure about that, Lord? Verse 15, but the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to the Gentiles, kings and Israelites. I'll show him how much he must suffer for my name. So the Lord responds, yes, I, I actually do know what I'm doing. And uh, I have chosen Saul to be my spokesperson. It says specifically, take his name to Gentiles, to kings and Israelites. Well, that's what he does. He, uh, he goes to Gentiles. That He considers himself the apostle to the Gentiles. But he always starts talking to Israelites as Saul travels from town to town with the gospel. The first place he always goes is the synagogue. And if they don't have a synagogue, he goes to the place where the Jews meet. Because the Jews are the people most receptive to the gospel in many respects. They know who God is. They're expecting a Messiah. And he goes with the message that Jesus is this expected Messiah. And that's where, when he does, many of them do believe. And then they become part of the local evangelism team to take the gospel to that specific town. So he does reach out to Israelites. He does reach out to Gentiles. And he does encounter kings. Not till later, toward the end of the book of Acts, he, he does speak to rulers, speaks to kings. But he also says he's going to suffer for his name. And he does. So verse 17, Ananias went and entered the house. 
He placed his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road you were traveling has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now that's all that Luke tells us here, but we are told more toward the end of Acts when uh, Paul gets back to Jerusalem and there's a riot at the temple. People are accusing him of violating the temple rules and Paul's giving his defense and he's telling the story of his life in uh, Acts chapter 22. Starting with verse 12, he says, Someone named Ananias, a devout man according to the law, who had a good reputation with all the Jews living there, came and stood by me and said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. And that very hour I looked up and saw him. And he said, The God of our ancestors has appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the words from his mouth, since you will be a witness for him to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now, why are you delaying? get up and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. So Paul here gives more words that Ananias used in this scene than that Luke records right here in chapter 9. Of course, Luke records it then in chapter 22. And there's also more that Jesus said specifically to Saul himself on the road. And we'll see that in chapter 26 as Uh, Paul speaking to King Agrippa, he says, and this is what Jesus said to me on the road. And and it's more than what Luke recorded here in in chapter 9. But Luke does record it in chapter 26. So Ananias comes, lays his hands on him. The question just for the imagery of it, is Saul still having the vision that Ananias is going to come and lay his hands on him? And then suddenly Ananias is there laying his hands on him. Interesting uh, conjecture there. So he lays his hands on him. He says, regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then verse 18, at once something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. After taking some food, he regained his strength. So something like scales fell from his eyes. I just always had the imagery. It was something like contact lenses, just a thing on each eye. But uh, it was probably just the, the word for scales is probably something more like a flaky substance that uh, you know was a bunch of little tiny flakes that fell off his eyes. And that's where you just read this and, and you get your own little mental image of what it was like. But the point is, something fell from his eyes and he was able to see again. Now notice, he hasn't eaten for three days, but before he even eats, he's baptized. So, obedience from the get-go. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. So we see God at work, moving the pieces on the chessboard in place to what he wants to happen, where he has very miraculously appeared directly to Saul outside the city gates and instructed Saul in what he's going to do. Very miraculous way, then letting the stew on that for three days. Then Saul's having a vision about Ananias coming simultaneously. Ananias has a vision in which the Lord tells him, Saul's having a vision about you, so get over there and lay your hands on him. And Ananias, he he doesn't understand what's going on, but uh, the Lord explains things, and and he's obedient. He says, I don't understand, uh, but I I will be obedient. And he goes and lays his hands on Saul. 
Saul regains his sight. And Saul is now a believer. Saul is now baptized. Saul is now part of the way which he came to persecute. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.